Hi friends! Welcome back to Live at the Roxy on this wonderful Monday. I'm so sad because my sister's leaving me tonight, which is awful, but to celebrate uh, uh, Wonder Woman and doing it in a time that I will be really upset that Sky just left, we are doing a DC Movie News reunion tonight on this channel at 11, so... This is not the only Roxy uh, time you guys will have today. So make sure at 11 p.m. Pacific time, because that's the only time that works with all five of our schedules. Mike Kalinowski, Adam Gertler, Johnny Laquasto, and Ryan Nilsson and I will all be on this channel talking about our spoiler review of Wonder Woman 1984. And that will be at 11 o'clock tonight. But for today... There's a lot of shit that's gone down that I want to talk about. We talk about Breonna Taylor every single day on the show, but there is a massive, massive um, Breonna Taylor update and things to talk about there. So we'll be talking about that as well. Alec Baldwin's wife, Hilaria, or Hillary, has come into quite the shit storm on social media. I'll break down the whole situation for you guys. I'm super curious what you guys are thinking about it. Patty Jenkins is, is working on Wonder Woman 3. Apparently this is in the works. And I don't think anybody's surprised that there's going to be a Wonder Woman 3. Some people seem surprised Patty Jenkins is a part of it. I think if you've been following what Gal Gadot has been saying, then you wouldn't be surprised. But, you know, we can break that down. Lori Laughlin was released from prison. So there's something. And Jesse J was hospitalized over the holidays. And I was really shocked to hear about this. So we'll talk all about that. All this stuff and more today live at the Roxy. Plus anything going on in the Streamlabs and the Super Chat. Get them in early because it is my sister's last day. So I'm going to go hang out with her after this. So we will be doing probably a tighter show today. But still a lot of shit to get through. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Buddy Sensei 72 says, dude, why is there no Roxy Stryer bunny themed merch yet? T-shirts, stickers, fridge magnets, etc. You could have a nice little side income going in 2021, coach. Think about it. Yeah, I should because um, the person who made my, I have heard that some people have bought merch, but um, the person who made the merch page, I've never gotten any money from that. So I don't know. Maybe I should do my own merch or something because, um, yeah, I should have some Live the Roxy merch. I just have to figure out how the fuck to do it, but I should. So anybody who wants to help me out with that, that would be very, very fun. And I appreciate that. Some side money would be great because I'm still trying to figure out where the fuck to go. No update on the apartment front. Getting very, very stressed about that, but can't even think about it until January 1st because nothing new has become available. So I will let you guys know. Oh boy. Oh boy. Going into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Anything you guys want read out loud, questions, comments, concerns, etc. put them in here. Let's see what's happening in this place. It is currently the 28th of December, which means our first Streamlabs of the day came from, well, actually it was last uh, yesterday after our show ended, Brown K-Acity, Brown Cassidy, sorry, K-Acity, Brown Cassidy says, haven't seen this show the last few days because of the holidays, so don't know if you've seen. But have you seen The Wilds on Amazon? Def catered towards teens, but written and directed by wo woman, women, 
and the cast is all women. Amazing show, and you should check it out. No, I haven't, but thanks for asking me, and um, I will look into it. I think I've heard a little bit about it, so let me check it out. Cinema Garia said, thanks for all your work. You're so strong and selfless. It stuns me every day. The way you've used your platform as a woke bay Jewish actress slash model in L.A., not a model, but the other things I'll take to speak out for black power, brown lives, trans rights, addiction support, education, and politics as well. So much love to you, Cinema Garia, and uh, just going to continue to fight the good fight for as long as you guys let me. Hitman Hudson in the house, streamlives.com slash Roxy Stryer said, I just finished Wonder Woman 1984, and I loved it. It felt like it was a two and a half hour Star Trek episode, both in that it took its time and was thematically strong morality tale. I've heard the first 25 minutes should have been cut, but the Themyscira stuff helped establish the theme and the heist stuff was necessary for the plot. I get the cheetah CGI criticism and the criticism of how Barbara's character arc has become a full-blown trope, but neither of those things uh, a bad movie make. To each their own, Hitman Hudson. I like the movie as well, but I understand the criticism too, and I appreciate you speaking so respectfully about it in here. You're the shit. Ryan White says, thank you again for having me on the World Girls last night. You're welcome, Ryan. So happy to have you. Afterwards, there was a virtual hangout posted in the Discord. I got to be a part of and talk with other world friends. Live at the Roxy 288. You're so close to 300. Good luck to your Patriots today. Thanks, friend. Appreciate all of that. You rock, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us live last night. You're always a fan favorite. You're so sweet. And I think people just love to see you. So thank you for being in here with us today as well. All right, moving forward, still more Streamlabs coming through because you guys are the fucking shit. Thank you so much to Glenn Caesar, our mascot, our fave man says, hello and good afternoon, Roxy. Love you. Thanks for hanging out with us on this hopefully Monday. Just says on this hopefully Monday. I mean, it certainly is Monday. Peace, love, bunnies, and hugs to you and the Rockstars band. Cheers to you, yours, and to having a love-filled, fuck yeah, news-filled rest of 2020. Happy holidays. As always, I hope that we can all find and feel some joy in each of our days, our weeks, our months, and our years. Don't ever forget, when it gets tough, we're not alone. Even if we're by ourselves, the Rockstars and World Friends communities are here for you. Remember, everyone, you're kind, you're smart, you're important. You are worthy, so keep on being your terrific selves because I, we appreciate you. As always, hashtag smash cancer. Keep up the fights, Mets, and everyone else who's battling. We're with you absolutely. So, so true, Glenn. Thanks for being there for us, RJ, during the super stressful year and creating the safe space for us to be. It's great to be. Uh, it's been so great to be a part of and hanging out with the uh, Rockstars band and world friends, sending positive thoughts slash vibes that everything works out for the best for you, RJ. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> Me fucking too. Me fucking too. Really appreciate you. You're awesome. The best, Glenn. Truly the best. Also, Redford Reddington with that massive support in here. Thank you so much, dear. I really, really appreciate it. You're such a doll. And uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Cinema Garia says, rocks. Have you checked Facebook groups for housing slash sublets? There's a lot of posts every day from people Moving away next month, a lot of USC groups in LA overall, there's a 420 housing group. Yeah, I have been looking at stuff there, um, but the problem is moving is so expensive that I don't wanna just sublet a place for a couple of months. 
I can do that if I need to, but it's so, because during this time I'm gonna have to pay for movers, you know, I've got couches and tables and beds and I can't just do that myself. And I can't just ask a bunch of my friends because we're in quarantine. So just moving twice is gonna be a lot. So I'm trying to not have to spend that twice. But thank you, Cinema, for the suggestion. I appreciate it. Apollo3JP in the house says, much love to you and yours. Question, hypothetically speaking, would you go to a New Year's Eve party if you knew everyone attending had tested negative for the Rona? Depends how many people were there. I don't think I would attend any New Year's Eve party with more than eight people. And if those people were all in like my quarantine pod and I knew that they had all been quarantined for 14 days prior and then tested negative, then I might go with a mask on socially distanced. I'm not doing that. Um, but that would be the closest I would get. Cause otherwise it's just a hard fucking no. LA is in the shit right now. It's just really fucking bad here and we can't risk it for that reason. I still see my grandparents. So yeah, just no, no, no. Glenn Caesar also says, I know we're going to talk about it a little later, but probably say it then too, but Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankinson, I forgot to say it earlier. Uh, peace, love, bunnies, and hugs to Sky too. Safe travels for Sky on her trip back to Boston, Mass. Yeah, thank you, Glenn. Really appreciate that. Speaking of which, let's just jump into it because I know that we're mostly an entertainment and political show, but we talk about what's right on the show. And I was fucking floored by this video. If you guys haven't seen it yet, then please, please, when you're done watching this show, or even if you want to fucking pause this show, then that's your prerogative too, because this Brianna Taylor video, wow, can you hear the thunder here? Um, this Brianna Taylor video that came out from New York Times was so fucking disturbing and upsetting that I couldn't even, I had such a hard time watching this. It's a, it's a 17 and a half minute video. Um, and the New York Times tweeted out today and they said, no cameras captured the last minutes of Breonna Taylor's life. Our video reconstructs what happened and shows the mistakes that led to her killing. And then the New York Times put out a whole article and in the art embedded in the article, um, which was by multiple people, is this video that I watched that um, was recreated what could have or what did take place. And it just shows things that not even you guys know how closely I've been following the story. Not even I fully knew everything that took place about the over 30 shots that went into the apartment and where they came from. Um, and the true piece of shit that Brett Hankinson really fucking is. And the fact that we've been having this like conversation, did the police announce themselves or did they not announce themselves? And that 12 neighbors, 12 neighbors, and they all live really close. Um, and some of which had their windows open. Not one of them said that they knew that it was police officers. They all called 911 because they didn't know it was police officers. So how are you fucking telling me that you guys announced yourselves? And if you were planning on announcing yourselves, then why didn't a single one of you had your fucking body cameras on? It doesn't make any sense. And if you did announce yourself, then in what world does Brianna Taylor's boyfriend grab his gun? Because there's no way he would. He obviously thought you were a fucking intruder because you didn't announce yourself. And then also they show the logistics of where the cops decided to stand in the doorway and how being in the doorway puts them in the line of fire, which is exactly what you're trained not to do. So why the fuck did they do that? 
uh, and listening to Miles and Brett and Jonathan all speak and talk about afterwards as they're interviewed and watching that play over this footage and then also hearing Brianna Taylor's boyfriend speak. It, the whole thing was so, so blatantly obvious. So, so blatantly obvious that they fucking murdered her. That's what happened. The backup team didn't even know that they were doing this that night. They did not announce themselves. They fucking broke in unannounced to this woman's fucking apartment where there weren't even any drugs. And they shot over 30 fucking shots into her apartment, endangered multiple kids in other units as well. Brianna's sister lived with her. She was not there. Brianna's niece was often there. Thank fucking God she was not there. But watching this happen and the recreation of it, I already knew. We all already knew. If you're on this channel, chances are you fucking agree. Brett Hankins and Miles Cosgrove, Jonathan Mattingly arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor, all three of them for killing Brianna Taylor, not the shots that fucking missed. If you're here, I know you guys believe that because otherwise you wouldn't tune into the show every day. But watching this was so fucked up. And New York Times must have put, I don't I don't actually know this to be true, but it looked like they put a million dollars into their own side investigation and creating this video. And good for fucking them. Because I hope people watch this and people who are like, but we never, we don't know. I, go fuck yourselves. We straight up allowed these police officers to murder an innocent woman. That's what happened. They, she was sleeping in the middle of the night and they broke into her fucking home and they murdered her. And she had done nothing wrong. And she had nothing to do with any of this. They hadn't done their investigation. They didn't know that her sister also lived there. They didn't know her niece was sometimes there. They didn't know that she had a new boyfriend. They didn't know jack shit. They didn't know jack shit. They knew she was black and they knew that people wouldn't make that big of a fucking deal of it. And guess what? They were fucking wrong about that second part. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. So please watch this video. Even if you think you know all the facts, I thought that they did an excellent job of putting it all together. And again, if you guys are here, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but disgusting, disgusting. And one of the first things that I'm going to be looking for from the Biden administration when they come in is what the fuck are they going to do about this? Because Biden, Kamala, this is now your thing to deal with. And let's see what you do. Because if you do nothing, it's going to speak volumes. Volumes. Because these men are walking free. These men who broke into this incredibly young, vibrant, beautiful, upright citizen's home and murdered her. Because they knew they could get away with it. And they have. It's just disgusting. Fucking disgusting. Anyway, I know we haven't talked about updates on the show for a long time, but when I saw that, I was like, I have to talk to my people about it because I don't know if they've seen. And it's so, so important to talk about. Uh, thank you guys for being in here. Thank you for being in here. Kay Walton says they won't do shit, unfortunately. I don't I don't know that you're wrong. I don't know that you're right, but I, I don't know that you're wrong. And then we're going to have to keep fucking talking about it because we can't let them get away with it. We're just going to have to keep doing everything we can. Actually asking what can they do? Um, you know, when you're the president, you have a lot of power and 
they can look into the situation and decide whether or not, because this is an ongoing investigation, something should happen to Brett Hankins and Miles Cosgrove and Jonathan Mangley. So they could do a lot. They could actually do a lot. Um, it seems like a lot of you guys are doubting that they're going to do anything. I'm kind of with you guys, but we should hold them to a higher standard and we should ask more from them because I don't want to live in a country where you're allowed to do this. I, I mean, I don't think any of us do. It's disgusting. It was, fu it's fucking horrifying. Watch the footage with my sister this morning. I was like, we were about to put on a TV show. I was like, stop what we're fucking doing. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then that swift transition into entertainment news, you know, the shit that really matters. No, but it is, you guys know the show. We rock the high-low. We talk about all the different fucking things. And some of those things are real-life things, and some of those things are fake-life things. Speaking of fake-life things, I want to talk about this Hilaria Baldwin situation. Before we do that, let me take a couple of Super Chats and Streamlabs, because this is a doozy. This is a fucking doozy. John G says, I would skip any parties. A coworker went to one where everyone was negative, but another unexpected person came. And now she and her family have COVID. Yeah, absolutely. If you can, I would too. But that's what I'm saying. If you can, if everybody quarantined for 14 days prior and then everybody got tested and then there's less than a, if there's a handful of people and it's outside and you're with masks and you're socially distanced the entire time, it's a different situation. So still best option is to stay home, but just trying to be as realistic as possible. Spidey Sensei 72 says, check your local HUD field office in LA and tell them you're being displaced during a pandemic and need to find housing quickly. Thank you. Yeah. Also, um, Grammy's friend told me the other day that I might be, I might need to look into whether or not my apartment needs to pay like a relocation fee for displacing me during this time. So I'm going to look into that as well. Yeah. I'm going to look into that as well. Oh, Pink Sweet says Brianna's mother has also written to Biden. Wow. Yeah, because we got to fucking keep trying. So that's really the only option. Thank you, Jake, for putting this in here. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. If you have questions, comments, concerns, things you want read out loud, that is the place to put them. Okay. Somebody who did do that is Lloyd Nance, who says, Roxy, happy Monday. Love you. Thanks, Lloyd. Love you back. Appreciate you being here. You're the realist. And uh, yeah, you guys all are. The rock stars are the best. Rock stars forever. Let's talk about Alec Baldwin's wife, Hilaria. I mean, what the fuck is going on here? What the fuck is going on here? For those of you guys who do not know, Alec Baldwin's wife, Hilaria Baldwin, or Hilaria Baldwin, is <laughs> apparently a lot of people accused her of not being Hispanic and said that she grew up in Massachusetts. Although when you Google her and you looked at Alec, uh, you looked at her stuff and Alec Baldwin stuff, it said that she was born in Mallorca. And now uh, she has admitted that she was born in Massachusetts. So I was looking, thank you to this Vulture article that broke it down for me. Everyone's doing an article on it, but I read this one because it was called, wait, what's going on with Hilaria Baldwin? And I was like, yeah, this is what I need, Rebecca Alter. Thank you for writing this. So, Apparently, Ilaria Baldwin entered the news when Amy Schumer posted an Instagram photo of Baldwin from December 20th, 
In the photo, Baldwin wore lingerie and posed with her, uh, her and Alex's new baby, Eduardo. Schumer reposted the image as if it were a photo of herself with the caption, Jean and I wanted to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Enjoy it with whatever family members are talking to you this year. That joke is that the joke is that Schumer looks nothing like Baldwin. Baldwin didn't get it though, and Schumer deleted the post. And now the two celebrity mothers have made up and seem to have become Instagram fan, uh, friends. So uh, whatever, there's that. So while this was still trending on December 21st, Twitter user at Lenny Briscoe, Briscoe tweeted, quote, you have to admire Laria Baldwin's commitment to her decade long grift where she impersonates a Spanish person, followed by a thread of evidence that deserves its own true crime podcast. Turns out that while some of Baldwin's online profiles previously stated she was born in Mallorca, Spain, Many people across the internet had come forward to claim that she grew up in her with they grew up with her in Massachusetts. Her birth name is Hillary Hayward Thomas, and that she didn't have a trace of an accent during her childhood or during the years when she taught yoga. Lenny Briscoe's thread provided what appeared to be evidence that both sides of the Baldwin family hailed from Massachusetts as well, and that her mother would have been in med school in Massachusetts when Baldwin was born. Baldwin's parents and brothers do currently live in Spain, however, and have for a number of years. So this is all coming from the, the chain. It says Hillary's Google results say she was born to a Spanish mother, and yet here we are, uh, here we have her very American-sounding mother, talking about growing up in Massachusetts and Hillary's grandfather as a college professor in the 1960s in Longmeadow. Uh, and no, she is not Spanish on her father's side either. Here's the obituary of her grandfather. Her paternal family has been in the United States since it was a British colony. The, these claims contrasted with footage of Baldwin faking a Spanish accent on Good Morning America shortly after her marriage to Alec Baldwin in 2012. Then she posts that and said, fake Spanish accent debut. This woman grew up in Massachusetts. Okay, let's see if we listen to this video. How's married life? Married life is really nice. You know, it feels different. It really feels different. I didn't think it was going to be different, but it feels quite different. What's the thing that surprised you the most? Okay. Um, I think just the fact that it feels different. You know, I, we, we like to say husband and wife a lot. Yeah. I come husband now. How's Mary? So, okay, that's the video. That's like the slight accent, I guess. Uh, and this moment from today in 2015, when Baldwin seems to forget the word cucumber, which she completes with the chef, uh, chef's kiss, how you say. Okay, so let's listen to this one. We have very few ingredients. We have tomatoes. We have, um, how do you say Cucumbers. Cucumbers. We have um, red pepper. Okay, so she said, how do you say? All right. Uh, on December 27th, Twitter user Rachel Zarell posted a clip of Baldwin on the podcast Mom Truths from April 2020, in which Baldwin claimed she moved here when she was 19 to go to NYU. All right, listening to that clip. And the dresser and, so and one chair. No, no, no. I moved here when I was 19 to go to NYU. Ah, and from, from my family lives in Spain. They live in Mallorca. Okay. So yeah, that Okay. So she says her family lives in Spain and Mallorca. On December 25th, journalist Aura, um, I, mean, I don't know how you say that, Bogato tweeted about why she found Baldwin's alleged cultural mimicry to be harmful. For years, Baldwin has featured in Latinx outlets, including Latina and Ola, appropriating the identity of a Spanish-speaking immigrant, while others have been denied opportunities for our actual accents. 
the fact that she impersonated that she presented to be an immigrant at a time of hatred, detention, and deportation is sick. So, and on December 26th, Instagram user Tracy Morrissey found that Baldwin is listed as a notable alum on the wiki page for Massachusetts private school, which alleged former classmates have said they attended with her on December 27th. Baldwin responded to the allegations in two separate Instagram videos. The first video in which Baldwin wears pajamas, and I watched these videos, by the way, starts with an admission that contradicts her official bio. I'm born in Boston, and then I spent some of my childhood in Boston and some of my childhood in Spain. She also addresses her fluid accent saying, I'm, I am that person that if I've been speaking a lot of Spanish, I tend to mix them. And if I'm speaking more English, then I mix that. And that this is not something she's playing at. Baldwin admits that when she went to high school in the United States and clarifies, yes, I'm a white girl. I am a white girl. Let's be very clear that Europe, you know, has a lot of white people in them, in there. And my family is white ethnically, I'm a mix of many, many things. Culturally, I grew up with two cultures. The reason why I wanted to take it so seriously is because cultural conversations are a thing we're having more and more. First video is one where she called herself a different kind of Bostonian in a moment that's already been parodied. Um, and in the second video, Baldwin was changed from pajamas to clothes and revisits the old talking point. I was moving around a lot, but I came here when I was 19 years old to go to college. In the last 30 seconds of the video, she backtracks to clarify that when she said, I moved here at 19 on the Mom Truth podcast here is referring to New York, not the United States. So even if it might've seemed like she was implying that she had immigrated, technically she did not. So that is true that she did not technically say that. Baldwin finishes the video by refusing to apologize for being a beautiful example of diversity because she speaks two languages and calls her children the Baldwinitos. Leave me alone. I'm not doing anything wrong by being me. And maybe that doesn't look like something that you've met before, but isn't that the beauty of diversity? I'm not going to apologize for the amount of time that I've spent in two countries. And I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I speak two languages. And I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I have two versions of my name, which is the same name. Her husband, Alex, can also be heard making comments off camera during the confessional. Um, all right, pausing there, checking in with you guys. No. Yeah. Checking in with you guys. It, this whole thing was just like, ugh, ugh. Here's what I will say. Is she doing the most horrific thing I've ever seen a celebrity do? Absolutely not. Do I think she's a little more aware of what she was doing than she's claiming to be? Absolutely so. It's great that she speaks two different languages and that she's raising her kids to speak two different languages. I wish I was raised to speak Spanish, but the way that she's presented herself implied mu much of the time that she was Spanish and she's not. She's this family that lives in Spain and she speaks Spanish. So it's just like, Ugh. I remember growing up and I was talking to my siblings about this the other day. I thought that I was partially Italian. I thought I was Jewish and Italian because everybody in my family was either Jewish or Italian. Um, and I didn't realize until late in life that everybody in my family and my heritage is Jewish and just a lot of Italian people married in. Well, luckily when I said that I was partially Jewish and Italian, Italians also white and I clearly wasn't trying to like impersonate somebody else I just was confused on how that worked that the married in people didn't whatever with her I mean she's a full ass full-blown adult who clearly like had this accent and 
I don't know. It's so, it's so strange. Like, I, again, I'm not saying this is the worst thing that anybody's ever done, but like when she's sitting there, like, I'm not going to apologize and I haven't done anything. I do think, you know, you've done a little bit like you, you've done a, what you're doing is like strange and off. Why would you do that? Ben Jones says, this seems to be a trend. Why do you think this keeps happening as a minority? I'm kind of confused. I think because I think for a couple of reasons, Ben, and I don't know, but I think it's because she, because people want to be able to contribute to conversations that they're not able to contribute to because they're not part of the conversation. So they partially make it up partially because right now being diverse in Hollywood, I don't know how to phrase this better is hot. Like maybe she thought that it would help her career or make her more special. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know really fully. I don't fully know. It's just like not blah, blah. That's how I feel about this kind of story. Blah, blah. Why? Don't just don't do that. Just don't don't do that. It's it's dope you speak Spanish. It just doesn't make you Hispanic. Going into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Uh, Kay Walton says, hi, Roxy. Haven't seen Wonder Woman 84 yet, but this vitriol is crazy. What is really going on here? Um, well, I think that some of the dislike for the movie makes perfect sense because there's some issues with the film. And some of it obviously is about vaginas, right? And some of it's about the fact that people are stuck at home and people have this anger inside them from this year. All of that. All of that. Jake Yako had to put up that Streamlabs link. Thank you so much, uh, Jake. And everybody in here, if you want your question, comment, concern, read out loud, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or right here in the super chat. Bruce Banner says, I hate how ignorant rich people use race as a cheat code to get involved in social issues. I know. It's just like, Yuck. Yuck. It's one of those things you just have to be really clear about. I'm sure some publication at some point misprinted that she was Hispanic. And that's one of those things where she has to come out and be like, hey, I'm actually white and I speak Spanish. Because that's what it is. Her family lives in Spain. But she was born here and her family's born here and she's American, but she speaks Spanish. So that's what that is. Rob K says, I'm going to pretend to be Russian from now on just because please refer to me as Vlad from now on. <laughs> JK. Okay, Rob. <laughs> we a joke, but we'll take it. Uh, Ryan says, sounded like she was trying to come off cultured with the accent so fucking stupid. I know. The accent part is pretty damning because then in this video, she doesn't have it. I do, again, to play complete devil's advocate, I'm really not advocating for her, but like, when I go home to Boston, I do come back usually with like a little bit of a thicker accent or when I'm around my East Coast friends, I start to fucking talk like this and I'll just like be exhausted and I'll say all this stuff and it's just like that voice comes out. 
But I don't think that's the same thing. Whatever. All right, let's move on. Let's move forward. Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman 3. It's in the works. Seems like it's taken place. All this hatred for Wonder Woman. And still, I like that Warner Brothers is like, nah, we're moving forward. We're moving forward with Patty Jenkins. And we're moving forward with Wonder Woman 3. In all fairness, Warner Brothers isn't the one exactly that said that. But this was coming out from Variety and Hollywood Reporter and all of the places uh, Rebecca Rubin said Wonder Woman 3 in the works with Patty Jenkins. I, did I just mention that this was coming from Variety? Who knows if I did, but she said, Diana Prince is officially heading back to the big screen for a third Wonder Woman movie. Warner Brothers has fast-tracked development on another installment in the DC franchise with Gal Gadot returning to star as the title heroine and Patty Jenkins back to write and direct the concluding entry in the superhero trilogy, the announcement comes on the heels of the release of Wonder Woman 1984, the studio's superhero sequel that debuted on the company's streaming service and in select movie theaters on Christmas Day. Warner Brothers said the third Wonder Woman movie will have a traditional theatrical release, quote, as fans around the world continue. Oh, so maybe they did confirm that Patty was back. I guess they did. As fans around the world continue to embrace Diana Prince, driving the strong opening weekend performance of Wonder Woman 1984, we're excited to be able to continue her story with our real-life Wonder Woman gal and Pat, real-life Wonder Women gal and Patty, who will return to conclude the long-planned theatrical trilogy. Uh, we also heard that Patty came out and said that she wants to work on a, I think she said a Captain, no, no, she said, she would do a Spider-Man movie, a Superman movie, and a Black Widow movie. I think those are the ones that she said she would want to work on uh, from Marvel and DC, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, I'm not surprised about this. I'm not surprised that this is a trilogy. I'm not surprised Gal the whole time has been like, I'm with Patty. So what are you going to do? Not have Gal be with Patty? There's just no fucking world in which that's not the case. Wonder Woman 1984 broke records and exceeded our expectations across all of our key viewing and subscribers metrics in its first 24 hours on the service. And the interest and momentum we're seeing indicates this will likely continue well beyond the weekend. This is from Andy Forsell, uh, the head of Warner Media's direct consumer business. During these very difficult times, it was nice to give families the option of enjoying this uplifting film at home where theater viewing wasn't an option. Nothing's known yet about the final chapter in the Wonder Woman trilogy. The sequel, which has been delayed numerous times amid the pandemic, starred Kristen Wiig and the villainous Cheetah, Pedro Pascal, all of this we know. So, yeah, uh, production timeline for Wonder Woman 3 is unclear. Gadot and Jenkins have Cleopatra in development at Paramount. The historical drama centers on the legendary Queen of Egypt. Gadot's Wonder Woman uh, will see be seen in Zack Snyder's four-part cut of Justice League Do on HBO Max in 2021. We also know, of course, Jenkins is working on Rogue Squadron. That's slated for Christmas 2023. That's the new Star Wars movie that she's working on. So those are all the surrounding pieces of this. How do you guys feel? Are you surprised? Are you excited? Do you want to see the third Wonder Woman movie? All of that stuff. Let me know. Dr. Nitrogen's musical empire says, hi, Roxy. Super hot Dr. Nitrogen here. So true. Sending big love from Cardiff. Uh, hope new place searching is going okay. Not yet. Okay, gutted, gutted lockdown stopped Wonder Woman 1984 UK cinema release. Yeah, fucking sucks. Were you able to see it though online or no? Did you get to see it digitally? I don't know what's happening there. 
let me know. Going back to what we were talking about before, Ben Jones says, your I have a number of convos with people that have had the, what's that mean? I would be cast in roles more if I was ethnic or I'm white, therefore I'm boring undertones. I never know what to say. Yeah. Yeah, that does seem to be a common thread in Hollywood right now. It's, oh boy. Oh boy. That's what I say. It's probably not a helpful thing to say, but it's certainly what I say. Anybody else has anything to say about Wonder Woman or anything we've talked about so far? Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Also, thank you to 170 of you guys who are watching this live right now. Please feel free to give that thumbs up. Leave a comment after the fact. Subscribe to the channel. We are, <laughs> our numbers are woof right now. So let's get them going. I really appreciate all of you guys being here and let your voice be heard. Speaking of letting your voice be heard, she will not be stopped. Lori Laughlin, yo. She was released from prison. I don't know why I'm smiling. It's because everything on this show makes me uncomfortable today. Lori Laughlin's release from prison. That's the entire story. It's the number one trending thing on Twitter. I love that they continue to use this picture of her. I was going to load it into here, but then I didn't. Uh, who the F knows why, but I will hold it up to the screen because this is the picture that everybody keeps using for Lori Laughlin. And it's like the most serial killery photo I have ever fucking seen in my entire life. I look at this picture and I'm like, is that the cover for a movie in which she was wrongfully convicted of murder? Like she looks like, like a scorned, pissed off, whatever. But that's the thing that's been everywhere. Uh, we know her from Full House, guys. She had a two-month sentence in prison. We know about the whole college scandal. We've been talking about it on the stream for a very long time. She paid $500,000 for her two daughters to attend USC. Fight on USC. Also, USC, don't do shit like that, you fucking pieces of... This is why you're called University of Spoiled Children. This is why I have a hard time rapping you guys half the time. Her husband, Massimo, is still serving his five-month sentence. We talked about how he was in solitary confinement, how that happened. I really don't know. But she was released, and sh we'll see what happens to her. Felicity Huffman already, you know, she's now booked. She booked a TV show. I don't know what will happen here. She's required to still pay a $150,000 fine and perform 100 hours of community service. I think that probably at this point she can't do enough community service. She just can't do enough. Uh, yeah, that picture, everything. It's the whole story. It's the whole story. It's just the whole thing. Monster with Lori Laughlin. Shady for sure. Yeah. I know. I know. I'll keep you guys posted if I hear anything more about Lori Laughlin. John Layton in the super chat says, join late, but didn't care for Wonder Woman 84. Didn't hate it, but meh. Hope you are good. Uh, hope you are. Hope you a good Christus. Hope you a good Christus too. Maybe Christmas, but also I'm Jewish. I hope you had a good Christmas if that's what it's about. I had a, a really nice one. My sister is here. I'm so sad she's leaving today. Uh, and a lot of people feel that way about Wonder Woman, I think. And it's fine to feel like it's meh. It's not fine to go online and like torch the fucking movie down to the ground the way that some people are. It's just like everybody just relax. It's a movie. Chill out. It's a fucking movie. 
All right, moving on. We are getting out of here pretty soon. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, get them in, get them in loud, get them in proud or right here in the super chat as well. Jesse J, do you guys remember Jesse J, musician Jesse J? I was really surprised to hear about this, not because I know anything about what the fuck this is, but just because it sounded scary as hell. And I haven't heard anything about Jesse J in a really long time. Uh, Jesse J's got a beautiful voice. She is a kick-ass singer. And apparently she has, I don't even know if I know how to pronounce this disease, Meniere's disease. So over the holidays, it left her temporarily deaf and unable to walk properly. She shared this on Instagram that she was recovering after being hospitalized for it's an inner ear disorder that like really can fuck with you. Uh, she said, quote, I woke up and I felt like I was completely deaf in my right ear. I couldn't walk in a straight line. This was on Saturday. Basically, I got told I had Meniere's syndrome. I wonder if that's how you say it. Uh, I know that a lot of people suffer from it. I've actually had a lot of people reach out to me and give me great advice. So I've just been laying low in silence. And that's the first time I've been able to sing and bear it. It could be way worse. It is what it is. I'm super grateful for my health. It just threw me off. But I'm glad I went early and they worked out what it was real quick. And I got put in the right medications on the right medication. So I felt a lot better today. Crazy to think about. I, I haven't sung for so long. And when I sing out loud, it sounds like there's someone trying to run out of my ear. Yikes. <sighs> Just sounds awful. Awful. Um, but I, I'm glad to even hear that she's doing okay. And that this is a thing because I would not have even known that this was a, a possibility and there's so many fucking diseases out there. There's so many fucking diseases out there. So if you ever wake up and you're feeling like it's hard to walk and you're partially deaf, then things might be okay for you and go get yourself checked out. Uh, Rob says it's an inner ear thing, throws off your balance and a lot more. Yeah. Spidey Sensei says it sounds like a career killer. It sounds like she's on medication. So I, I'm hoping that it will get better for her. I think that it probably will. Um, yeah, I, I just, it's a little bit of a nightmare. A lot of you guys throughout here have been asking me when I'm going to talk about Jennifer Aniston. I wasn't planning on talking about her on the show today, mostly because you guys know I'm a massive Jennifer Aniston stan. And I don't know that you guys actually want to hear what I have to say about this situation. I can, whatever. I mean, ugh, this is another one where I, if you guys want me to talk about it, Streamlabs and or Super Chat, and I guess I'll answer any questions that you have. Speaking of Streamlabs, Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer, Garth Harkness McMurray says, I'm so happy that Patty Jenkins retweeted Mike's reaction video to Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, it was awesome. It's wonderful, pun intended. Uh, and just minutes ago, Patty retweeted me too. No way. It's great her sharing our love of the movie. Have fun at the DC Movie News reunion tonight. We will. That's 11 o'clock. Don't forget that we are going to be live. Hopefully a lot of you guys can join us live. And if not, then you will watch it after the fact. We're so excited to be able to do it. John Layton says, sorry, should have proofread my message first. Oh, well, no worries. Happens to the best of us all the time. I'll send text messages that have so many errors. And I'm like, why don't I just read this through one fucking time? Sometimes we just get a little too excited and we send things too quickly. All right, I am going to get out of here, guys. So thank you so much for joining me today live at the Roxy. Don't forget, like this video, 
thumbs up, leave a comment. I will read the Apple podcast comments. We just haven't gotten any in a little bit, but if there's anybody who has not yet, please go over to us on Apple podcasts, leave that five stars, that comment. It really helps with the algorithm. Wish me luck saying goodbye to my sister. I'm very upset about it. Uh, please join me tonight, DC Movie News, and back here tomorrow for Live at the Roxy. Tomorrow will be 289. We are making our way downtown. All that shit. Put your toilet seats down and the lid down. Stay safe. Stay sane. Make your beds. Be kind to one another. Reach out to the people that you think might need your help, which really could be anyone and everyone. Love you guys lots, and I'll see you tomorrow. Live at the Roxy.